1: Welcome to Pure Skin Talk. So you guys, this is the last episode of May, and this is the last episode of Skin Cancer Awareness Month. I hope that you have enjoyed it. I hope that you have learned a lot about how to protect your skin so that you don't get skin cancer because, you know, nobody should get skin cancer, and I hope nobody does get skin cancer. So, this is the last episode, but I have provided a lot of tips to help you and to help you protect your skin and hopefully a the future generation coming up and all those kids and teenagers out there who you know who know better than all of us, but hopefully they'll listen anyways and follow some of the tips. but before we get into any of that, let's get down to business and talk about all the things that I always talk about. So follow me on social media at Pure Skin OC, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Uh, I post so many tips and tricks. You don't even have to use my products to follow me and benefit from following me. It will help you on your skincare journey just because I post so many tips on just how to help your skin. So I do get questions. Sometimes people will reach out to me and, you know, if they just want my my consultation that I do, but they don't want to necessarily purchase the products or they want to use their products, go through the products that they already have. Um, if you just follow me on social media or if you listen to my podcast episodes, I will guide you just with the knowledge that I, I provide because so much of it is not specific to my products. Of course, I talk about my products. I'm going to talk about some of my products in this episode. Some of the tips that I provide, I'll say like, this is my favorite product, but so much of it is not specific to what I might use or not specific to what I might retail. I try to give a lot of general information so that you can kind of go out there in the world and and figure out what you want to use. But of course, I have my favorites. So I do provide both. So if you do want to buy from me, then you can. So hopefully that helps you. And then you can also go to my website, PeerSkinOC.com. And that is really just kind of like the hub. That's where you can just learn everything you want to learn about my business. So if you're a local to me and want to come get a facial or micro channeling, microneedling, whatever, then you can come... And you can look on the website and just see everything that I offer. And if you want to check out all the products that I do retail, then you can look at all the products too. And I, you know, all the information is on there obviously, cost, and you can purchase on there and you can pick up if you're local. If you want them shipped, I can ship out products. Whatever you guys want, it's all on there. And then if you're an esthetician, I do have an esthetician page on there too. Some, just some, you know, local, not not local, not local, you guys, esthetician page for just kind of my favorite esthetician stuff. So it's all on there, pureskinoc.com. And my skincare coaching, just to give a little bit more information, if you're interested in that, is a consultation. I send you a form. So if you sign up for it, expect an email from me and you fill out a consultation form and then we can talk via FaceTime or, you know, we do a video face call, however, whatever phone you might have. And then, or you can send me pictures of your skin, whatever is easiest for you. I want you to be comfortable in how we talk about your skin. And then I send you samples for an entire routine so that you get to try everything before you commit to Buying anything, which I think is just a lovely way to do things. So you don't feel obligated um, to buy anything. You just get to try it all first. And then if you have questions, I am here to answer them, you know, kind of forever. So I think, I think it's a great way to do things. Um, I kind of wish it was around when I didn't know what I was doing with my skin. Anyway, so that's on there, skincare coaching. And you can um, sign on there and sign up there on peerskinoc.com. And then for the podcast, um, I mean, if you're listening to it, then obviously you know how to find it. I would love it if you could give it five stars on iTunes and a little quick review. You have no idea how much that helps, especially as I'm trying to build it in a new way with a fresh new producer it really does help build it. So all those reviews help and I really appreciate it. And I promise you every review that I do get, it does not go unnoticed. Um, I get really excited and um, I really do appreciate it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. So if you could just, you know, swing on over to iTunes and just click five stars and just write a few notes and, you know, I would appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right, guys, should we get started? I don't know. Is that it? Um, What's going on with my life? I don't know if anything... I mean, it's been kind of a crazy week. Unfortunately, we did have to say goodbye to our family dog this past weekend, and that was awful. I do not wish that on anybody. My gosh. Like, why can't just animals live forever? People live forever. But only good people and only like good dogs, but most dogs are really good. But anyway, so that was really, really difficult and we knew it was coming, but you really just never can prepare yourself for that. So that was hard. And then I kind of made my mom, she wanted to, she knew what kind of dog she wanted to get. And so I kind of made her get a new one because I didn't want her to be alone just because my dad works a lot. And so I wanted her to have a dog. And so I found her another one. So she ended up getting a chocolate lab and I mean, he's so cute, you guys. Oh my gosh. I just, I love dogs. I just want all the dogs. It's just, it's a problem I have. Anyways, it's just been a really busy week with work and animals and all those things. And if you guys follow me on social media, you know I post my dogs all the time. And my sweet little Olive is not loving this new puppy um, because she is very self-centered and wants it to be all about her. And so she... Um, She's not mean to the dog. She just has no interest in this new dog and wants to know why this new dog is there. It's kind of funny. And then Luca, my other dog that we recently, I recently rescued. Well, technically my parents rescued, but now it's mine. And he likes to jump six feet walls, which I mean, what dog can jump a six foot wall? Anyways, this dog can. And so he's constantly getting out of my parents' backyard because that's where he is every day. So he doesn't have to hang out at my apartment every day. Anyways, he is, he is a reason for the other half of my hair turning gray. I swear. I don't know what we're going to do with this dog, but I love him. I promise you I do, but my goodness gracious. Anyway, so that's been my week. It's been, I guess, I don't know why I think that nothing's going on when it's been a pretty crazy week, but that's where we are. So, um, Anyways, happy May. All right, so let's get started. Let's let's talk about uh, the rest of Skin Cancer Awareness Month. Let me give you some tips on how to take care of your skin. And here we go. All right, so do you guys know who Kate Casey is? Because you really should. She has a podcast called Reality Life with Kate Casey, And I can't remember when I started following her. I know for sure seven years ago I was following her, but it was probably longer than that. And she used to... So before she started the podcast, she had a blog, and it was called Love and Knuckles. And I thought it was so funny that she called it Love and Knuckles. And she had a whole story about why she called it that. And I thought my gosh, this girl is so funny. Like this woman, I mean, we're about the same age, but she, I just thought this is hilarious. And the backstory for why she called it Love Knuckles, I was like, I just, she's one of the funniest people I know. Like, I mean, I didn't really know her, but I just thought she's so funny. And then I found out she lived in Orange County. I was like, what are the chances? Anyways, I just thought she was so funny. And then she did these recaps on her blog of the Housewives And I lived for them. And I've always watched The Housewives since Orange County premiered. I've just always been a fan. And then I kind of would get behind on The Housewives because, you know, life. But I would never get behind on her recaps. And I, (laughs) I, I would laugh so hard. And these names that she would come up with, like with Orange County and Lydia's kids. I can't even remember what she would call her son's names. But... I I would die. I was dying laughing. She was so funny. Anyways, I've been a fan for a long time. Anyway, so now she has a podcast and she's great and she's so nice and I've seen like she's done stand-up and I've gone to the improv and seen her do stand-up when she opened for Heather McDonald. And anyways, I'm a big fan. I sound like I'm psycho and whatever, but I'm just a regular fan. <laughs> But anyways, I just think she's really funny and I am inspired by funny women, but I'm also inspired by hardworking, funny women. And it's nice. I've seen her, I've seen the progression of her career and meanwhile... Uh, having five kids, and I've seen her family grow, and it's just kind of incredible, and um, I'm kind of in awe of her. Anyways, I had reached out to her. We have the same podcast producer, and that is not a coincidence. It's because I had reached out to her, and whatever, long story short, whatever, I have the same podcast producer because of her. So anyways... I knew that she had had a bout with skin cancer because obviously I listened to her podcast. So she had talked about it a while ago and I follow her on social media, so I knew about it. And so I had reached out to her to see if she would do a little small segment just talking about her experience with it because I just, you know, sometimes it's nice to hear somebody's story. So she did that for me and I really appreciated it. So we didn't actually talk. She just recorded something for me. So that's what this next clip is going to be, is her telling her story. But... If you don't know who Kate Casey is, if you have never listened to her podcast, she so it's reality life with Kate Casey, and she does talk about the housewives, but she it isn't just like uh, silly reality shows. She does a lot of like documentary stuff, and so she goes into like some serious stuff. So if you're like I don't like to wa- I don't like to waste my time with that you know nonsense, you should because it's really fun. But um, she does a lot of like other stuff. So her her podcast really does kind of run the gamut. She really kind of is all over the place. And it's really interesting. And I love her interview style. So check out her podcast because I I think you'd really enjoy it. But here you go. And um, it's just a few minutes of her telling her story about her skin cancer. So here you go. Hope you enjoy it.
0: Hi, my name is Kate Casey. I'm host of Reality Life with Kate Casey. I also live in Southern California. I'm a mom of five kids. I have very fair skin you know, typical English Irish skin. I grew up in suburban Philadelphia and I really have zero memories of my mom putting sunscreen on me. I just think it was the time that I grew up in and I think that she kind of felt like, well, we live in a woodsy area, so let's not worry about it. I would often get super sunburned. My skin would peel. There were many trips I took to the beach with a friend's family and I would come back super sunburned with peeling skin. And I got into the habit of just putting the aloe on my skin afterwards, but never really putting it on at the beach. So fast forward to my adulthood, and I developed a small patch of skin um, over my left eye that began to get red and a little bit flaky. I went to my dermatologist, and she took a biopsy and said it was basal cell carcinoma. So I went to a doctor, and I had Mo surgery. And he took layer after layer off. I think he went about three layers deep and I had a big bandage on my face. I recovered pretty easily. The good thing that when you have fair skin is that your scar kind of blends in with your skin much better than if you have more melanin in your skin. So a couple of years later, when I developed another red spot in the same sort of area, it was my husband that noticed it and encouraged me to ask my dermatologist. She didn't seem to think it was that big of a deal but said, let's just do a biopsy anyway. And she was surprised when the results came back positive for basal cell again. And it was in the same patchy area. So that's two spots that I've had on my face. I had one spot on my chest because I had to check about every six months. I had a small spot on my chest that I, I had biopsied and then removed. And that was maybe just one layer. So the second most surgery it was only one layer. It was easy to take off. But I have to say, if it were not for my husband noticing, I don't know if I would have... It would have prompted me to go to the dermatologist as quickly. So I think I caught that pretty early. Because of that, I try to put sunscreen on as much as I can. I wear a hat, a large hat when I go on hikes. I'm not one to ever sit at the beach under the sun. I don't lay out. Nothing like that. And I've got into the habit of getting laser treatments. My friend Jennifer Armstrong is a great doctor in Newport Beach, California, and she has a Lase MD machine and just got an updated laser machine as well. And I go routinely in and get have her do a laser procedure on my face to get rid of all those brown spots and to help in any way with any precancerous cells in my skin. So, sunscreen, and I sometimes forget just like other people, big hats, being really smart about sitting in the sun, especially when you have kids like I do who have all these sports events. But honestly, once you get into your 40s, you look around and all the other moms have hats on too. So it's kind of par for the course. And then also, I think that the laser has really helped me tremendously. But also, you have to be your own health advocate. And if you are somebody who has a sister or a husband or a partner or a friend, have them check on you too if they notice something that's strange about you. I mean, Jennifer, my friend, said that sometimes when she's even at the manicurist, she's noticed on spots on people's skin. I just think if you see something as a suspect, don't feel afraid to say it to somebody else. Even if it makes you uncomfortable for a minute, you could be saving their life.
1: And there you go. Kate Casey, Reality Life with Kate Casey. Listen to the podcast. It's really a good one. Okay. So hopefully that's to teach you always wear sunscreen and teach your kids to wear sunscreen. Start early, get them in the habit of doing it. And if you can start them early, so it just becomes a habit for them. So there's no like, oh, I forgot to put it on. Just make it part of your routine. And the earlier you make it a habit for your children, the better, because that way, you know, they just, it just becomes part of their day. I always say, if you can make it part of their day, like brushing their teeth, then it just, you know, just early prevention is really best. Okay, so here we go. So let's finish skincare Cancer Awareness Month with an episode full of tips of how to help your skin during the summer. We have Memorial Day weekend coming up, and that usually is the official kickoff to summer. And usually the first weekend that people come back with sunburns, unfortunately, but not my clients, right? my clients listening out there, right? Like you guys know better, right? Okay. Something to remember as summer does approach. When we start to get more color on our skin, sun damage will usually become more noticeable. It's often why I get so many inquiries about chemical peels in the summer. And this is very common and they will usually fade as the winter comes again. Just make sure you add me to your list when summer activities are done so we can take care of your skin since I don't offer peels in the summer. I do offer microchanneling though in the summertime, so I do that year round. So we can still I can still help you with your skin issues during the summertime without we just don't do the chemical peels but just remember that as your you know as your skin does get more color that sun damage is going to start to start to pop up a little bit so don't don't freak out it will fade a little bit in the winter time but just it's a reminder to you know put that sunscreen on okay so here we go so I've mentioned wearing a hat as one of the ways to protect your skin when out in the sun and this is still true But since the heat is also a way that hyperpigmentation and melasma can worsen, we need to rethink the hat that we do wear. Now, on a regular basis every day, like don't freak out. But if it's too snug on the forehead and it's hot outside, that can actually cause forehead pigmentation. It's really best to wear a hat that is breathable, something lightweight that will keep the sun off your face without trapping in the heat so maybe like maybe like a straw hat but not like a straw hat that has a bunch of holes in it that's gonna like allow the sun to like you know go in or whatever and then like if you're hiking you know because your body's going to be sweating your head's going to be sweating you know you know be cognizant of what you know how hot your head is so if you're a hiker you don't want that hat to be sitting on your forehead nice and snug because you don't want that pigmentation to worsen on your forehead. Okay, sunglasses. Of course, these are important to wear when out in the sun, and they also help protect you from fine lines and wrinkles because you won't be squinting. I'm always surprised when I talk to people that don't wear them because I'm so sensitive to the sun and even the like the brightness of the day. Like it's a little overcast today, but I still have to wear my sunglasses. I have green eyes and they aren't light. So I'm not sure. so sure. I, I don't know why I'm so sensitive. But anyway, I can always tell the clients that don't wear sunglasses because they actually have sunspots in their eye area. Invest in a good pair and wear them every day. It's worth it. And I'm pretty sure it's good for eye health too. I don't know. Talk to your eye doctor, but I'm pretty sure I've heard that before. You can still continue to use your retinol, retin-A, whatever, if that is part of your routine. I don't know if I would start it in the summertime, but if it is part of your routine, continue to do that. In fact, you don't want to stop. Not that you can't stop. You just don't want to. You want to continue your skincare routine. But you do want to be aware because it does cause sun sensitivities. This is why I love my Rejuvenator. I've talked about this product before. It has the benefits of a retinol, but without all the side effects. So if you absolutely love your retinol and the summer sun, maybe you could switch to the Rejuvenator for a few months so you don't have to worry about your skin and what will happen if you don't plan accordingly. You know, just a thought. So like Memorial Day weekend's coming and you're like, okay, I'm gonna go to the river for four days and I'm gonna be out in the sun. Like if you were using the rejuvenator, you wouldn't have to stop. You wouldn't even have to think about it. But if you're using the retinol, I personally would not be using the retinol while I was at the river. Okay, so it's just something to think about. So you'd still be giving your skin the good stuff, but you wouldn't have the stress of ruining your skin with a retinol out in the sun. Does that make sense? Okay. Sunscreen and cleansing. If you were out in the sun all day and reapplying your sunscreen on your face multiple times a day, as I hope you are doing, you want to make sure you are thoroughly cleansing your face. Keep your exfoliation schedule going, but be really diligent on the cleansing process. If you were not on an exfoliating night, meaning like, say like you exfoliate your face, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but Tuesday you were at the beach all day. So Tuesday, you're not actually supposed to be exfoliating. Well, you don't want to add an exfoliating night to Tuesday because you did it Monday night. So you want to make sure that you're really cleansing your face to get all that sunscreen off maybe do a double cleanse maybe really make work that cleanser into your skin so you're getting that sunscreen off because it you know it's important that it's not gonna stay on your skin so that sunscreen will start to build up and can eventually clog pores and by the way i've seen it i call it sunscreen build up um, I mean, such a clever name, isn't it? It happens so easily on the nose. Investing in a konjac sponge, I actually have these on my website for like thirteen ninety nine, and it's something easy you can use on your nose daily if you wanted, because your nose really it gets clogged the most easily on the nose. So if you were to take this jack sponge that is really soft and gentle, and you just gently apply it on your nose you could really honestly do that every night and it would not be a problem. And then you wouldn't get that sunscreen buildup. Okay, if you're swimming in a chlorine pool, and I know a lot of people um, have salt water pools these days, but you know, if you do have a chlorine pool, make sure that you shower or at least wash your face as soon as you're done. Chlorine is very drying to the skin and will mess with your moisture barrier, which can cause other issues with your skin please make sure you tell this to your teens. Uh teens are usually the ones, you know, doing the most swimming. You know, they have the acne, they have, you know, the breakouts to dry skin. They they're the ones really with the the most issues. Most adults aren't doing a lot of like swimming swimming. They might lay out in the pool, but most adults usually aren't doing like a lot of swimming swimming. But just make sure if you're in a chlorine pool, you are washing your face after. Another great thing for pool swimmers are face masks. You want to use one that is for your skin type though. I have some on my website and uh, talk to me if you're interested in which one might be best for you because if you have oily skin, you don't want to use one for dry skin. Obviously, vice versa. Okay, if you're swimming in the ocean, please shower immediately after getting home. I know that teens think that the ocean and the sun are the cure for acne because they see improvement. But I've said before in other episodes, it's only temporary. It will cause wrinkles later. I know they don't care about that now, but it will also cause clogged pores and acne sooner. Okay. So they just, it's just, it feels like it's going to be good. And maybe that night their skin will look great, but I'm telling you it'll cause more acne later and they don't, they don't want to... They don't want that. Okay. If you go on vacation, please bring your products. I've talked to so many people and they're like, well, I brought a couple, but I didn't. I just know I wasn't going to do it. Like, Be consistent. You have to remember your skin really does love consistency. So if you go on vacation, bring your products. And I have travel size for most, if not all of my products. Um, So You can buy those and they will travel well so that you can bring everything so you don't have to bring the full size you know cuz you either don't have the room for it or some people were like I'm just afraid I'm going to leave them, you know, in the hotel room or whatever. Just get the travel size and then you don't have to stress about anything. So, it's so important to keep up with your routine and even more so when you're traveling because your skin goes through so much. You have planes, different types of weather, different sleeping patterns, you're drinking alcohol, you're eating more, you're, you know, all these different things and if you do travel on a on a plane, I mean, God, just the plane alone is so dehydrating. So, one of the tips that I do have for traveling on a plane, I always recommend applying a small amount of grapeseed oil before your moisturizer. This is gonna help your skin stay hydrated. You will not believe what the plain air can do to your skin. Actually, you probably, if you've flown before, you do know. The grapeseed oil, I promise you, will make a difference in your skin. And if you can avoid it, try not to wear makeup. But don't skip sunscreen. Those planes have windows, remember? (laughs) So make sure you're wearing sunscreen. But just apply a little bit of grapeseed oil before your moisturizer, and it will really help your skin stay hydrated. Okay. So... My last tip. I've talked about this before, but it's so, so, so important. What happens if you get a sunscreen? So, without fail, after every holiday weekend, I always get messages asking, What can I do about a sunburn? Here is my advice. And I know I've talked about this before. I probably posted it on my last episode. I think I did. But here we go again do not apply a lotion, as that will trap in the heat and force the skin to peel. Now, I'm not saying that this will necessarily not, the skin won't peel. I'm just saying a lotion traps that heat, forcing the skin to peel. So we want to avoid it to peel if we can, okay? Do apply grapeseed oil because that will feel good and it helps to penetrate the skin. We want to hydrate the skin, remember? And remember, a lotion doesn't actually hydrate. A lotion just sits on the surface. So a lotion isn't even hydrating the skin. It just sits there. It's kind of like, have you ever put, well, I'm sure you have, but you put lotion on your skin and then you go like sit in a jacuzzi and you you can feel that lotion sitting on your skin. That's because it doesn't penetrate. It just sits on the surface. So there's no point in putting a lotion on when you have a sunburn aloe vera is good but just make sure it has no alcohol if it's green it usually has alcohol but even if it's not green double check i have a product called o2 calming gel that i think is even better but whatever one you get make sure keep it in the fridge because putting it cold on your skin will feel better also i recommend mineral toner some of you if you're my client you might already have this product you can also keep that in the fridge This has minerals and vitamins and will hydrate and nourish the skin. You can spray it on before aloe vera or calming gel during the day and before grapeseed oil at night. And this will feel really good and help heal the skin, okay? And sometimes using these tips are going to help the sunburn heal faster. And then avoid hot showers, don't go into to the jacuzzi, all those things. Usually you can't when you have sunburn because, you know, it doesn't feel good to do those things. And then also, if you are peeling, if your skin ends up peeling, don't peel the skin, okay? Let it shed on its own. Because what happens is, is if you peel it yourself, then you're going to expose raw skin and that is even worse, It's you got to let it just shed on its own. It's not good to expose that raw skin because that's usually when we can cause more problems or even scar ourselves. So just let it heal naturally. Let it peel naturally. All right, you guys. So there we go. I hope that helps you your skin stay healthy for the summer. I hope that helps you stay protected for the summer. There's really no excuse for a sunburn because I feel like I've given you weeks' worth of tips to avoid a sunburn and I gave you lots of ideas of how to like pick out the great the best uh, sunscreen, how to apply a sunscreen, how much sunscreen, how often you should apply. All these tips to keep your skin healthy. So it's on you now, guys, and I have faith that you can do it. So let's avoid a sunburn and let's stay healthy this summer. You can do it. I know you can. All right, guys, I hope you have fun this summer. I mean, I'm not going anywhere, but I hope you have fun in the sun because I always tell people you can still enjoy life. You can still have fun. You don't have to live inside for the rest of your life. Let's still have fun in the sun, but let's just do it safely, right? Okay. All right, you guys, follow me on social media at Pure Skin OC. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And don't forget to give it five stars on iTunes. I would really appreciate it. And I will talk to you guys soon. Have a good one. Thank you so much. Bye.